time has come. Execute episode 66. Hello, Scary Dolls. Hello. Hello. I'm Mandy. I'm Ashley. And I'm Garo. And you're listening to Scary Not Scary Podcast. Late night edition. <laughs> Literally. <Late night>. <laughs> <laughs> I have badass kids, guys. Same. <laughs> they, they were being so cranky. They didn't want to fall asleep. It was a long day. We were trying to record since like 7 and it's already 11.36. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had to wait for Nick to get off because Sophia <laughs> wanted nothing to do with Tim. Or me. Nope. I couldn't even put her to sleep. Mm-hmm. But as soon as Nick gets to the door, oh, my daddy's here. I'm going to fall asleep now. Yeah. Did you see him carrying her and she's all a glossy dyed? Oh, I hell no. <laughs> Kids are annoying. I hate it so bad. But if my cat was here, though, he'd be bad as hell, too. <laughs> no, and let me tell would, you that. He'd be scratching all those badass kids. Yeah. He probably <laughs> would. Go to bed. Mm. Oh, my gosh. It was so, fun. Yeah. It's late today. Yeah, we, late. me and Gato went to Queens of Horror. Yes, it was just a little, like, pop-up market. Yeah. Downtown San Antonio. Right across from Spaghetti Warehouse, which I didn't know. I mean, I didn't remember that it was closed. Oh yeah, it's literally all so. closed, yeah. all tagged up. I like, I saw it and I just felt like kind of sad. I know we used to yeah. always go eat yeah, there. Yeah, me too. When it closed down, she loved that place. Yeah. <gasps> but I love that place. But I always would read like reviews of people that would used to work there that would say like, like how bad it was. Like the marinara sauce was like three days old, and like, <gasps> like they wouldn't care. Oh, so shit. when that stuff, the kitchen the was dirty. Like, I would read stuff. I don't know if it's true. You know how some people yeah, like yeah. to make shit up? But I don't know. All I know is that it was fucking good. I don't know. My mom said that there was a Chinese restaurant that she used to go to that was kind of sketchy. And she's like, I don't care what I'm eating. I don't care if it's dog or whatever. She's like, but this shit is good. Yeah. And she was like, I want to know. <laughs> yeah, tell me. <laughs> That's exactly how it was at Spaghetti Warehouse. I'm like, damn, this lasagna is bomb ass. Fuck. I don't care where it came from. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't even care what meat um, y'all can use. Can we eat in the train today? <laughs> Please. That was so cute. Anyway. I've never been there. You hadn't been there. Well, it's too late now. Too late, home girl. It's all closed. It's closed. Down, girl. I never got to go. And my favorite part is you would pull into the parking lot, and you would love this, Ashley. You would pull into the parking lot, and upstairs it had like a big window that mm-hmm. was open, and in that window there is a little clown sitting there. Oh fuck that shit! Yeah. Hell I wonder no. if it's I'm still there. We should have checked. We should have checked. Like it was decoration? Or yeah, it was part of like, but it was just like a little clown just sitting there. A little was ghost the place girl like put it there. Circus theme or was no? It, it no, was random. Circus theme girl? No. No, there was a train. It was like what theme was it? Was it was like the trolley carts. Yeah, oh. but that clown was random. Oh shit! Nope. I'm good. Next time we'll go look. Is we'll go look right now. We can go now. I'm okay. No. No. <laughs> you sure? Yeah. Come on, we're off tomorrow. That's why we're recording so I, late. I yeah. just ate cheese, so I'm gonna have a rough night. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. With your little drip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> drip, drip. Y'all are funny. God, y'all look tired. You too? Oh, yeah. I you too. <laughs> I'm all far. 
this <sighs> one of those one of those episodes. I should have made myself a coffee, but then I'd be running to the restroom because we ate hot Cheetos with cheese. Yeah, we ate a lot today, actually. That popcorn chicken from Jack in the Box was good, but it was a lot. Oh, yeah, you ordered in a mega Large. bucket. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know it was that big. <laughs> She's like, y'all want some? I was like, mm-mm. No, was like, we ate, ate but much. let me eat a churro. <laughs> <laughs> I was sad. I thought they were going to be better than that. They're pretty good. They were, yeah, okay. they were all right. Oh, my voice went all raspy. <laughs> They're pretty good. Have I been keeping up with Johnny Depp? Mm-hmm. Yes, and tomorrow is another one. Nobody likes Amber Heard. I have not heard a Mm-mm. soul say Ugh. that. Amber Heard, if you're listening to this, it's on site, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I will fight you. Nobody likes you. I don't know if it's real, but I did see videos of Jason um, Momoa watching the trial, and he's like, he's like Amber Heard. Her name's Amber Heard. <laughs> Jason Momoa, daddy. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> People are like, I don't know why Jason's talking shit. He's going through a divorce. Not like not that. like that. Yeah. he's not a freaking. He didn't get abuser. his ass beat, but yeah. also a, yeah, he can yeah. beat my ass any day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I kidding. just feel so bad for Johnny and like her lawyers are idiots. <clears throat> he objected to his own freaking question. <laughs> like, sorry. And then like, I don't know who did, but whoever did, you're a hero because somebody found a video of Amber Heard's lawyer, the lady with the short hair, mm-hmm. at one of Johnny uh, Depp's events, and she's standing there with the camera, like videotaping him, all happy and excited. <gasps> Biggest yeah. fan. Oh, so now everybody's like, oh. <clears throat> Look, they're me- they're messing up on purpose because they're really on Johnny's side. Who like advised Yo, her to dude, get these people? Like, I read I somewhere. Know. I think it was on Twitter because you know how Twitter's wilding out. They were like, um, "Did Amber get her lawyers from Sheen?" Oh yeah, no, no. Somebody said um, Amber Heard got her lawyers from Wish. <laughs> People are ruthless. <laughs> Do you see how he keeps asking him the same question over and over? And I freaking love no. Johnny Depp. He's just like, again, his, yes, his, I his have. reactions are. <laughs> and he's a, like a mega pint. <laughs> yeah. my oh my God, I love oh, him. Were you there? <laughs> were you there? That's my favorite line. Or like, he just starts like the sentence and he's like, oh, objection, hearsay. Yeah. He's like, mm-hmm. okay. Hearsay? Okay. Sounds <laughs> like hearsay. Their hearsay? degree online. The one that <laughs> on Sheen. Okay. <laughs> the part that pissed me off was when Johnny was on the on the stand and he's going over different articles that like all these like gossiping magazines wrote about Johnny, mm-hmm. about him being drunk, about him showing up to like Pirates of the Caribbean set drunk and Johnny's like, oh, that kind of sounds like hearsay. Oh, okay. Yeah, you should read the whole thing. It's a pretty nice article. Like, <laughs> Oh, my God. I love him. Wow. Obsessed with this man and his sense of humor. I love him. Me too. So we are going to get, uh, well, I'm going to get a Pirates of the Caribbean tattoo. I am. You're yeah. going to do it too? Yes, You're going to do it? Actually, right you here. don't want one. Ooh. I'm getting the logo, like the actual, like the skull with the blades. Oh, nice. It's gonna look badass. I'm right here. And this started. I do the gold coin. Yes. Yes. What the hell? <laughs> I could. Just have a gold nipple. Right on my nipple. <gasps> I was I'd have a gold t- nipple. <laughs> <laughs> but it I'll wouldn't be. Like, be guys, you want to see my golden nipple? <laughs> but it, it wouldn't be gold, though. It would be like yellow. So I'll make it, it might gold. look musty. I'll make it gold. She's gonna put gold, <laughs> put gold, gold eye plates. shadow. <laughs> I put glitter on it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> put lip gloss on it. 
my lip gloss is popping. Oh my God. Yes, I am. I, I won't want to make that. Or I could put it on my wrist because I have one tattoo on this wrist, but not on the other wrist. Yeah. So like, We're dedicated fans. <laughs> <laughs> Are you from Wish? <laughs> Did you go to from Shane? <laughs> How do you say that? Sheen? Shane? Sheen? 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 I say Sheen. 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 <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All random. Oh. I'm getting to like that delirious part of my tiredness. <laughs> I just think Same. everything's like that TikTok <laughs> where the girl's like, come here, I miss you. And it's <laughs> Johnny Depp. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. That's uh, how I knew I was tired because I watched it like 10 times and I was just laughing. How old were Oh I'm hungry. God. I need food. Just hot Cheetos and cheese on the stove. Am I hungry? I, I like. I want something, but I don't know what I want. This is why I'm yeah. fucking fat. I'm hungry. God. I'm fat. Oh, she smacked my titty again. Again. <laughs> again. Every time you say you're fat, I'm gonna slap your titty. I'm fat. She just wants you to touch her titties. I'm gonna, play, I'm gonna play the drums. <laughs> Put a patter. Oh this my god. <laughs> Are you calling me a gorilla? No! Bitch, no! <laughs> no! my titties. I say Tarzan. I didn't say a gorilla. Or Tarzan no, is not a gorilla. A gorilla? <laughs> Uh, uh, she, was, she was like smiling and then her face <laughs> calling me a gorilla <laughs> you've obviously never seen Tarzan before you'll be in my heart <laughs> oh hell hey, no that soundtrack but goes hard though I was about to say for real though he like, didn't he have to so go this hard, hard on, <laughs> on the Tarzan track but he fucking did uh, the Tarzan oh. movie of Margaret Robbie's really good too. What's his name? <clears throat> oh, Guard. Yeah, Skarsgård. Did you know that he's actually coming out in a movie soon called The Northman? And in True Blood, his name was Eric Northman. No, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, that's Alexander Skarsgård. Mm, yeah, he's Shashi. We like him. The Legend of Tarzan. Oh, the Tarzan yeah. I like is Brandon Fraser. That's George of the Jungle. That's George oh of the shit. Jungle. <laughs> Hey, but, but he looks hot. He does. I forgot about that. He reminded me of Tarzan. <laughs> I forgot it you was George. so confident. <laughs> oh, honey. I'm dead. Oh, my God. Well, ah, I was this fucking... Bre- Brendan Fraser. I mean, that's George of the Jungle. But isn't it the same thing? Is, is it? Right? Ish? Ish. Ish. Anyway, that scene where he's just with the pot and pan. Oh, hello. Oh, he's. Oh, his towel falls, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah. ooh. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All the noises. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, oh, we're just talking out of our asses now. We always talk out of our asses, though. It's so great about it. Love it. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so today we mm. are going to be talking about fake it till you make it. Fake, fake it till, it you, till you, make it. you make it. You ladies know what we're talking about. <laughs> you fake it until you make it, girl. Fake that shit. Um. So basically, we are covering 
Fake liars. Liars. <laughs> Amber Heard. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that would be a good topic. <laughs> so yes, we're Speaking talking about liars. Lies. Lying ass bitches like Amber Heard. <laughs> you lie motherfuckers. Lying asses. All you lying asses out there, we're talking about you. Yeah, so we're mixing things up and talking about true crime. True crime. True crime. True crime. Well, when don't you lie on true crime? True crime. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hell no. All right. I'm starting today. I feel like I haven't started in a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. Like that Britney Spears song. It's been a while. Oh, no, not. Oh, I was thinking of Britney Spears. (laughs) I'm not thinking of the song. Okay, guys, so today I'm going to be talking about Michael and Dahlia DiPolito. Have you ever heard about them? I have not. No? I think you Yes, you mentioned it to me. Yes, okay. So I'm going to be talking about Michael and Dahlia. Um, So let's start. Dahlia was a real estate agent, um, and she went to Catholic school. She was like a good girl. Michael, on the other hand, was an ex an ex con man who would get money fraudulently by stealing, selling drugs, stuff like that. So he was like um, in organized crime. He finally like got his shit together, turned his life around, and then he was just like basically left on probation. Um, so they both met randomly because Dahlia started working as an escort. And Michael just happened to require um, a service one night. And (laughs) so that's how they met and they started their relationship. Um, Michael was still married, though, but him and his wife were separated. Um, So then him and Dahlia started dating for about a year. Um, And then he finally got a divorce from his wife and only five days later married Dahlia. Uh Oh. So wow. five days after his divorce was like finalized, um, he went and he got married. Um, the relationship was supposedly like super fun. They would always party, drink, um, stuff like that. But all of a sudden, like weird stuff started to happen. So right after they got married, um, like a probation officer went to their house and he wanted to do like a complete search. And that was random because... It was just like a random raid. They didn't even find anything that day. Um, and then next, someone sent an anonymous anonymous tip to the police that he was supposedly like selling drugs out of his car. So they like pulled him over, searched his car, and they actually found like cocaine like tucked in like, I think it was like a tire or something. They actually found it, but it wasn't his. Like somebody was like really trying to frame him. Like what the hell? Mm-hmm. Um, someone was trying to frame him, but somehow he got away with it. Like he was really good with words. So that day he didn't go to jail. So I don't know how he convinced the cop or anything, but um he I guess he was just good with words. So he started to feel like someone was like out to get him. Um, he was getting random visits and stuff again. Like he, it, they kept just happening. Um, and um, it was just like really weird. So Dahlia had a friend named Muhammad. Um, 
And she told Mohammed that Michael was being abusive towards her um, and she didn't know how to get out of this relationship and that she feared for her life. Oh, shit. Yeah. So one day, Dahlia goes to the gym, right? And it's six in the morning. And then while she's working out, uh, she gets a call around 630, 640 from the police sergeant. Um, and he's like, ma'am, we need you to come home like as soon as possible. Um when she got there there was like yellow tape everywhere and the sergeant was like you know thanks for coming um i'm sorry to tell you but your husband has been killed um and then dahlia starts crying and like shaking and she's like no no i really need to see him my husband like she looked super sad like it was weird like the video and she's like, I really need to see him. And the cop was like, you know, if you really want to help your husband, follow these gentlemen to the police station, right? You like, you have to comply. And she was like, okay, whatever. So she complies and goes to the police station. Um, and then they have her in the interrogation room. And the cop is like, ma'am, you know, I'm so sorry for your loss. And then like all she kept saying was like, please let me see my husband. I want to see my husband. Like that's all she kept saying, right? Um, so then they brought in this man who killed who killed Michael and they're like do you know this man do you know who this is and she's like no like I've never seen this man before like um I don't know who that is so Michael isn't dead so this is like the plot twist Michael isn't dead so remember Dahlia's friend Mohammed Mm -hmm. um he went to the police because Dahlia actually asked him to kill Michael and he was like no I'm not gonna kill your husband and um she's like well if you don't do it I'll just have to do it myself um so Mohammed went to the police and they decided to make like this whole fake setup right to see if she would really like if she really wanted to go down with this. Um, so then Mohammed called her and they met in his car and they had cameras set up already. And he was like, hey, you know, I know a guy that'll do it for like X amount of dollars. Are you down? Right. And she's like, um, hell yeah, I'm down. So they arranged a meeting with the hitman, which was really just an undercover cop. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, he met up with her. Mind you, this is all being recorded. He's like, hey, are you sure um, you want to do this? And Dahlia's like, yes, 5,000%. I'm ready to do this. Let's do this. I want to fucking kill him off. Like, she was so ready. And um, he was just like, you know, okay. But once I start doing this, like, there's no going back, whatever, right? So he starts giving her, like, a plan. He's like, I'm going to be at your house at 630 go to the gym at six and she's just like okay okay like she's going along with it um and then this whole time michael had no idea this was happening right so they get to she goes to the gym dahlia um they get to his house and um when she's already like left to the gym and then um the cop is just like knocking and he's like you know um he starts knocking and he's like you need to come with us and he's just like i've been good like i like i don't know where like he was just like where is this coming from like i haven't done anything bad like he's like like you know like freaking out and he's like no like you need to come with us because someone is trying to kill you and then i'm not kidding i'm gonna show you the video when the cops tell him that his face like turns white and he's like about to pass out and he has to sit down on the stairs to like catch his breath because that's scary if the cops are like you need to come with me someone's trying to kill you like that would be my first reaction um so then 
um, he's like shaking and stuttering and he even has to tell the cop, like, can you go with me? Because he wasn't wearing a shirt. He was like, can you go with me upstairs to put a shirt on? Oh, I feel so bad. Anyway, so they rush him to the police station and show him the footage of Dahlia hiring this fake hitman. And then um, so we know that this is about money because um, he starts saying, like telling the cops that um, she had already stolen like a hundred thousand from him like not just like straight up but like shopping and blah blah mm-hmm. but like it's already yeah. been a hundred thousand and then i think the total that he lost since he started like since he married her was like two hundred and forty thousand dollars total oh, fuck. how do you even get that much money i don't know but anyway um she's in the interrogation room and they're like um she's still crying because she thinks it's like real yeah like fake crying right and the guy's like hey guess what the cop and he's like you're going to jail today and then she's like he was like it's a it's this was all a setup like it's been recording it's been recorded and then she starts crying and saying she didn't do anything and then the police is like um the guy was like well as soon as we're done talking they're gonna come handcuff you because it's over you're done your husband is well he's alive and then this bitch is like oh thank god he's alive and the cop is like laughing at her he's like oh thank god huh like she's just like putting on this show so then um they went to court and she was sentenced for 20 years in prison um but i don't know for some reason like she appealed it and um they ended up going for a second trial but it wasn't until eight years later um because she was just on house arrest the whole time um so finally she did get like guilty uh for solicitation to commit first degree murder so she got 16 years in prison but she had already done eight in house arrest so in reality she only had to do eight years in prison so i'm guessing she'll be out by 2025 and also she did have like a random ass baby like what? during those eight years in house probation <laughs> so like it wasn't even michael's like she just got pregnant i guess so i mean poor kid she had a house call she had a house a arrest house baby call. <laughs> what, did he, what did he call those she had a conjugal visit at her house <laughs> so um yeah so michael if you're listening to this holla at me baby boo because you hot just kidding (laughs) but yeah so basically um this was all a setup to catch this girl trying to kill off her husband which they did and it's super annoying oh let me show you i feel like we have a theme going here what's the theme lion ass bitches (laughs) lion ass bitches let me show you real quick when the police knock on his door how sad he looks like I felt so bad for this man. Oh, wait. You want to listen to her fake cry? Ready? Mm-hmm. Look at this bitch. And now that you know that this is fake, just listen to her cry and tell me. She really put on a show. Uh-huh. Like she did it like instantly. Like he hadn't even like finished the sentence and she started like from crying. Yes, exactly. So that was like when the cop told her. I feel like like if a cop would come to my house or whatever and tell me like somebody murdered my husband, I would be in shock. 
like like not automatically cry like you would be, I'd like, be like what i'd probably laugh and be like what yeah repeat that like like i'm sorry what yeah. did you just say what i think you said like that no but um okay so then this is when the cops actually like show up to his house so that way you can see Looks like he's gonna pass out. Yeah, not good. Yeah, just take, take, take deep breath. I want you to put on a shirt and turn the to the police station. Can you come with me? Yeah, sure. Of course I will. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you, just, I don't know. See? Aww. He said, can you come with me? Oh I like God. literally almost cry when I see that video because his face just turns like pale white. Well, yeah, it looked like he was going to pass out. Yeah, when the cop was like, your wife oh, hired someone to kill you. Oh. Anyway. What? Um, I'm glad he's he didn't get hurt. Um, and I'm glad that bitch is still in jail. But she'll be out soon, right? 22. 22 probably like three more years. years. It's on site, Dahlia. I'm fuck you up too. <laughs> On 2025, I got two people to fuck up. Yolanda. <laughs> oh, and shit. Oh, yeah. And for Dahlia. Hell yeah, Damn. bitch. Mm-hmm. All right. Wow. So that was my story. On it's time to beat up Dahlia ass and Michael. <laughs> so. That's what we should name the episode. Lion ass Lion bitches. bitches. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good one. Lion ass Save bitches. that. <laughs> Save Write that, Tim. Yes, Lion ass bitches. All right. Okay. So we are going to be talking about Sherry Papini. Papini. Mm. That girl. <laughs> I don't know this one. I tried like looking it up when you told me, but I didn't know like. It's all, all over the place. All over. All over the place. All over the place. I saw like as soon as I googled like all these things like articles. Up, yeah, but mm-hmm. I didn't want to look too much into it. So Sherry, um, at the time, was thir- is a thirty-four-year-old mother of two. She's married to her husband. Keith Papini, they've been married for years. They're super in love. She's well known as like this wonderful super mom and like wonderful wife. And like she's known around the neighborhood, PTA meetings, blah, 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 blah. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she went for a jog near her Mountain Gate home um, north of Redding, California, the morning of November 2nd, 2016. After not coming back home from um, her run, her husband went looking for her. And uh, when he went to the trail that where he knew that she goes running at, um, she left behind only her iPhone near the spot of the alleged kidnapping at this point, right? Um, and with the iPhone was Sherry's blonde hair that was intertwined, neatly coiled up with her headphones. What? Neatly coiled up. Hmm. He then, of course, caught the authorities and reported her missing because all he found left of her was her iPhone, which was yeah. weird. So can you imagine, like, the emotional damage, like, on her husband, on the family, friends, her kids, who were probably, like, what, like, two and four at the time? Horrible. So after reporting Sherry missing, her case attracted international attention. Um, she was one of the lucky ones who gained attention nationally. Um, her neighbor, her locals, all the locals, her neighbors, everybody that knew her rose up and like to help look for her. Her name was plastered everywhere. There is um, posters everywhere. Everybody like in her neighborhood 
in their front lawn had like big ass posters with her name missing, Sherry Pepini, um, eyes blue, blonde hair, five foot whatever, um, last wearing whatever she was wearing when she went running, right? Like her name was everywhere. She was all over the news. Like even her husband like did multiple conferences begging the, for the public public's help on locating her. Um, asking for everybody to call the tip line. They were like organized this huge foundation to try to help look for her. Like, yeah, the whole nine yards, right? So she was missing for a total of 22 days. And on Thanksgiving day at 4.30 a.m., she was found running alongside I-5 freeway in Woodland, which is 146 miles from her home. Sherry had a chain wrapped around her waist, arms, and makeshift bindings on her wrists and anklets. She had bruises on her body, her face, extremities. Um, her hair had been cut hazardly. Um, she had what appeared to be to have um, brand, like a brand on her right shoulder. So she was branded with something. Uh, most importantly, she was alive. She was slightly underweight, but she was alive. So everybody's like, oh my God, thank God she's alive. We found her, blah, blah, blah. So Sherry says to the police that um, she was kidnapped by these Mexican women and two Mexican women that they kidnapped her and that these women always wore masks around Sherry and they spoke mostly Spanish, which she says she didn't understand. And according to Sherry, one of the women repeatedly beat her throughout her three weeks in captivity. She claimed that they were attempting to sell her to sex trafficking. But once they figured out, oh, and this is a very important. So she said that they were trying to sell her for sex to the sex trafficking ring. And that supposed they, supposedly they also had ties to law enforcement. So like law enforcement was like involved, right? That's what she said. Mm-hmm. Um, so when the alleged kidnapper, kidnappers figured out that Sherry was 34 years old, they decided that she was a bit too old to get put into the sex trafficking ring. Um, so one of the one of the Mexican ladies, which was the nicer one, um, drove Sherry to the Woodland area and set her free. Hmm. So from the beginning, Sherry's story like sounded preposterous to many observers, like even like some of the investigators. But there was those FBI agents that took her claims very seriously. They spent thousands of hours investigating potential leads. In August 2017, nine months after the alleged kidnapping, an FBI sketch artist um, came, came over and asked for like the description of the two Mexican ladies. Um, and this was um, released to the public. And the, she said that the only one that she could remember was the larger Mexican lady, like her features a little bit from behind her mask. So they, he went ahead and sketched her up. They put it out to the public. And the image was like a, almost a replica of Danny Trejo. Piaz, are you at? I have a picture right here. Oh my God, really? Yeah. Danny Trejo. Yeah. Yes. So according to the federal criminal um, <laughs> academic, 
affidavit, instead of being abducted by a pair of armed masked Mexican women, Pepini spent 22 days of her alleged captivity with an ex-boyfriend at his home in Costa Mesa, some 600 miles south of Reading. The ex-boyfriend picked her up in a rental car near Mountain Gate on November 2nd and then dropped her off in another rental car in, wood- in the Woodland area three weeks later on Thanksgiving Day. So, this is how this went down. What? This is how this went down. It's, it's, yeah, it's just insane. So, basically, they were kind of already, they kind of already knew that there was, like, a male compliant, like, that was involved in the alleged kidnapping. This is before they knew the truth. Because they took her in for examination to see if she was raped, According to her, like, they had her, like, strapped down on, like, um, some kind of, uh, like, black coffee table and, like, she was naked and, like, she didn't say if she was, like, sexual, sexually, like, uh, if she was raped or whatever. Um, I was trying to look for it, but they said when they took their clothes in for examination that they found semen and they found, like, saliva on her underwear and on her sweatpants, but none of that matched to her husband's, so it had to have been... Somebody. Somebody else. So on her cell phone, um, when they looked through her cell phone, they found two numbers that um, were supposed to be male acquaintances. And when they questioned her about these male acquaintances, she was like, well, I'm not a perfect wife. But this is what happened. So, like, she stuck to her story. She was like, no, I was, you know, I was kidnapped by these two Mexican ladies. Like, this is is what happened. Like, no, I, I was kidnapped. I promise I was kidnapped, blah, blah, blah. So they asked her, so how did your hair, like, get, you know, neatly wrapped up, intertwined with your headphones? Like, that's just weird. Like, you're getting kidnapped, and you're like, oh, I'm going to pull out my hair. And she goes, well, I watched a lot of crime shows, and I saw, like, when you're getting kidnapped, you're supposed to leave, like, some kind of evidence behind so they know that something happened to you. So because I watch a lot of crime shows with my husband, I pulled out my hair while they were kidnapping me. How do you have time to do that while you're or getting think about kidnapped, you you're weirdo? Kidnapped. Like, you're not going to think about that stuff. Like, <laughs> oh, shit, they're fucking... Look at that white van about to take me. Let me put oh a piece God, of my hair that. off. And then, in the middle of her... Uh, in the middle of everything, she insinuated that... Um, She's saying that her kidnappers told her that law enforcement were in, were involved in her abduction. So she was resisting a lot of questioning because she was saying, why? Because you know who took me, right? Because you're involved. You know who I'm talking about. You know these two ladies I'm talking about. So every time a cop came in, even FBI, every time they came in to talk to her, question her, she was like, I'm refusing to answer any questions because they told me that law enforcement was involved. Uh, okay. Sure. Yes. So back in late 2016, one of the first things uh, one of the first things Sherry pointed out to investigators was once her husband was removed from the room, um, there was a text that was sent to Keith hours before her phony abduction. And the text read, honey, would you please come home to have sex with your wife for lunch? Well, apparently Keith got really busy at work and he couldn't go home for lunch. And so that fateful day, like, is when she basically planned this phony ass kidnapping so what she did is she called this ex of hers from back in high school she called him and told him that uh 
her husband was beating her. Uh-huh. And she was in, and he was beating, he was constantly beating her and um, she needed to be saved. And so he went to go save her and took her back to his house while she stayed there for however long she stayed. He knew about what was going on with her, um, with her faking her kidnapping. So how the so the police were the ones that located him and brought him in for questioning, and how this happened was they opened up, um, I guess you know how they found the Golden State Killer through the DNA testing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they did that with the DNA. Um, so out of the two people that she had in her phone, they secretly went to their house and got like um, like water bottles from their trash can mm-hmm. and got their DNA and put it in through the system, and it was a cross match with the DNA. So they found out that it was a match to the ex-boyfriend so when they brought him in for questioning um he was like yeah he's like no she was at my house for the for the three weeks this is what happened she said that her husband keith was beating her apparently she was in like a really like bad relationship or whatever she needed saving i went and picked her up i i yes i do know that you know her her name was blasted he's like i was gonna call the police he's like but i didn't want to get in trouble for like being involved in like her kidnapping or being accused of kidnapping her. I didn't want to flip it around, but I did tell myself that if I were to get brought in for questioning, I would tell you all the truth. So this is what happened. So when he picked her up, he said that um, he she wanted him to hit, wanted him to hit her to make bruises on her face. He said no. So what she decided to do is go to the bathroom and bang her face on oh. the bath on the bathroom, um, <laughs> on the tub, so she can get a black eye. Um, <laughs> and she told and okay, so she told the police that the bigger Mexican woman was the one that would beat her, and that she slammed her head in a bathtub, right? So then um, she said that. Um, she had told them that they had strapped her down naked on a coffee table. And he said, yeah, you know, we had sex, especially like on my black coffee table. Uh. <laughs> and so she said to the police, yeah, um, the Mexican ladies like strapped me down naked and like, you know, were doing whatever to me on the black coffee table. Um, and then he was like, yeah, um, she would go to the closet sometimes and just kind of sit in there and like come up with all these ruse. And she told the police that they locked her up in this black closet um, for days and without eating anything. And so the ex-boyfriend did say that she did starve herself for (laughs) those 22 days. Like she was eating like little to nothing so she could kind of look like she, you know, was being tortured. Um, He had asked, she had asked him to go to Hobby Lobby to get like some kind of branding thing and to brand her shoulder. And so he did, like a dumbass. Mm-hmm. He went to the Hobby Lobby. Mm-hmm. And they also found on her Pinterest, she pinned that same branding iron on her Pinterest account. <laughs> so everything is like piling up on her, right? Yeah. Dumbest. What so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. Um, he, he was a hockey enthusiast. Um, so he had a hockey puck and she made him throw the hockey puck at her leg so it could look like she was like chained up. Mm. So she had like all these bruises. If like, you've all, ever all held a leg. hockey puck, it's those fucking heavy. It's heavy. And I never realized how heavy they were until I actually held one. It's, yeah, same. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's crazy. So her poor husband for three years, like, 
So basically this went on for three years. So this wasn't this wasn't something that they found out like within months. Like this took years for them to uncover that it was a freaking hoax that what? she faked her kidnapping. A lot of the investigators had doubts about her story, but they didn't have any proof to be like, no bitch, you're lying, yeah. you know? Yeah. So they had to do the whole DNA thing and like throughout the years. So basically, um, I forgot what it's called. Um, survivors something where like they give you money mm-hmm. like when you're involved in like a kidnapping. Or, what is it called? Oh my God, I should have wrote it down. Like a compensation? It's Yeah, it's like survivor's compensation or... Oh, okay. Um, here it is. So she took thirty. So she got thirty thousand uh, dollars from California Victims Compensation Board and another fifty thousand dollars from Papini's first. Uh, so from Sherry Papini's personal GoFundMe account. So when everything came out that she was a liar, that she lied about this, um, they're trying to basically get make her liable for paying all that money back. Well, yeah. That's like what eighty thousand dollars. That's yeah. almost that's almost a hundred thousand dollars. What the fuck? Yeah, she's <clears throat> uh, she's crazy. So basically, for three years, her poor husband was stood by her side and was like, "My wife is not a liar. She's having therapy." So oh, like no. through these three years, like with with the compensation that she got from the victims thing from from California. Um, she was going through therapy and they were doing that. What is it called? Where like they hypnotize you to like make you remember Hypnos- things. Yeah. Hypnosis. That she was going and seeing in hypnosis. So every time she remembered something from her kidnapping, her husband was the one calling the FBI agent. Like she remembered something else. She remembered a coffee table. She remembered this. She remembered that. Like he stood oh, by no. her side and like was, you know, no, she's telling the truth, blah, blah, blah. So up until recently, um, and this was actually probably like this past week, um, when they took her in, really, they charged her. Yeah, yeah, because they just they just found out that like had concrete evidence that sh- this bitch she is a liar. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. So uh, March third, twenty twenty two, Sherry was arrested and charged with making false statements to a federal agent and mail fraud. Mail fraud. Um, her defense attorney said that um, she was taken into custody at her children's piano practice, um, and she was released on a hundred and twenty thousand dollar bail. And when she went up to the court, she did plead guilty, so she admitted, like, <laughs> she admitted that okay. she fucking lied. <clears throat> what the fuck? She admitted. To I feel being a liar. so bad for the husband. I just feel so you, bad man. for him. These yeah. poor guys. And she just, said in a statement, um, she said, I am deeply ashamed of myself for my behavior and so sorry for the, for the pain I've caused my family, my friends, and all the good people who need, needlessly suffered because of my story and those who worked so hard to try to help me. I will work the rest of my life to make amends for what I have done. That's right, bitch. So she, she faces yeah. a maximum sentence of five years in prison and a $250,000 fine for false statement charge and a maximum of 20 years in prison and a $250,000 fine uh, for mail fraud count. Um, basically, because she did posted the GoFundMe and 
you know, for people to support her. And this past Wednesday, because she pleaded guilty, um, her husband filed for divorce. Yes, King. <laughs> he filed for divorce. Um, divorce, sorry. <laughs> I said divorce. I'm tired. Um, yeah, so he did file for divorce. Um, he is um, taking going into court and getting full custody of the kids because he said that... Um, and I quote, he says, now that I have learned the truth as a reflection of the plea agreement um, that she has made with the U.S. Attorney's Office in Sacramento, I must act. I must act to protect my children from the trauma caused by their mother and bring stability and calm to their lives. Uh, both I and especially our children were traumatized by her disappearance. I spent much time and money trying to find my wife. The trauma inflicted on our children at the unexpected loss of their mother was heartbreaking. The fact that their mother lied to them on such major issues is something that they and I are having a hard time dealing with. And I do not believe she is in a position to provide good parenting and it would be an inconvenience to thrust the children into a chaotic situation. I believe the record is clear. Uh, the Sherry has some significant mental issues, mental health issues that I do not believe are resolved or fully understood. Agreed. So basically, he's fucking done with that. She's he's done with her. Those I would be kids. Oh, those um, so poor kids were probably. So she's devastated. actually set to go to court, I believe, this Wednesday. Yeah. Her ex-boyfriend's going to testify against her. <clears throat> I want to see that. Mm hmm. Yeah, so to be continued. <laughs> but uh, she's a liar. It took them three years to figure it out. Well, find find the proof that she was lying. Um, there's actually a lot of people from the beginning when they heard her story that believed that she was a liar, like conspiracy theorists, yeah. like true crime enthusiasts and stuff. Um, there's a bunch of groups on Facebook. There's one that says, I don't believe Papini Tatini Sherry or something yeah. like that. Like, <laughs> oh, it says, I don't believe Sherry Papini. <laughs> I don't believe me. Yeah. <laughs> there's a bunch of like groups and there's a lot of um, survivors of like kidnappings and um, people that are truly like, you know, um, survivors from like domestic abuse and human trafficking and stuff that also want a counterpart sue her because she took the spotlight when she didn't need it and somebody else could have taken that spotlight. Exactly. And there's a lot of controversy around it too because she's blonde hair, blue eyes, and white. And you get, you know, the <clears throat> African-American, the Oriental, the Latino, community. Latino communities that really don't get a lot of publicity when they're missing. So here's this woman who got all this publicity nationally, had all these foundations helping finding her and she fucking lied. So it's like putting a bad rap for the people that actually need it, need yeah. that kind of publicity when they go missing. So there's a lot of um, counter suing too that people are petitioning for against yeah. her. Yeah. To be continued. Like why? Though? Why? Like why would you do that? It's just crazy though because like everything that she was saying that the kidnappers are doing and then the boyfriend came back and like or the ex-boyfriend came and like was confirming everything um they when they told her she was like oh god uh, oh god <laughs> yeah oh god idiot. you caught me yeah she Fuck said oh bitch, god idiot like she said in one of her interviews oh god but no i was kidnapped by two mexican like she was like adamant like no <laughs> 
Like, bitch, you're caught, bitch. Mm-hmm. We got you. Yeah. <clears throat> so you can stop lying now. Like, for a second, when you first started talking about it in the beginning, it almost reminded me of, like, Gone Girl. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. I was but it's like, all because... So, apparently, she got a boob job, right? Mm-hmm. And so she expected her husband to, like, be all over her, but he's he's working. And because... He wasn't giving her, I guess, sex when she wanted. She, she turned around. She turned around and started talking to two guys, and one of them happened to be a high school ex boyfriend. And but what a dumbass to go along with it too, right? Like, yeah. how desperate do you need to be? Like, as soon as she got in the car and was like, "I want you to hit me," I would have been like, "Bitch, get the fuck out of my car!" Like, no, I would have been like, "You psycho!" Yeah, you like that, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. But then for him to go and like buy the branding iron and like. Like, why would I would be like, you go buy but it. Also, like maybe she was just like, please, he really beats me, and like I need to, I don't want to go back. Like you never know what she was feeding him True. too. Like, like I feel like he would have probably a little pendejito, you know. Well, he said that <clears throat> he knew that everybody thought she was kidnapped. Oh, he knew. Yeah, he knew, he knew what she was doing. Yeah. Okay, well, then he's an idiot. But he didn't want to go to the police and like admit what happened because he didn't want to get arrested with them. Because she could have been like, he kidnapped he, Yeah, he, he said that he didn't want her to turn around and say, I lied. He's the one that did it. He's the one that kidnapped me and blah, blah, blah. Well, you yeah, well, I mean? now he's in a sticky situation. That's kind of... Yeah. That's, yeah. This poor dude. Don't trust like, nobody. Heck no. Don't trust Especially no Especially exes bitches. from high school. For real. <laughs> yeah, don't trust him. Don't do that. Don't That's do that. That's funny. Go, don't, don't go down that road. Don't. My delete God. their number you don't need it <laughs> delete them yes <laughs> yes well okay well on that thing about lying um so i'm gonna talk about the it's a famous case of a famous person um that happened in 2019 of actor jesse smollett smollett is that how you say his name um from the show empire if y'all haven't seen that that's yes. actually a badass show i love yep. it i know who this um, is. <laughs> yes, yes and i know so, what you're talking about yes so um allegedly he said that he was attacked um and they were defining it as like a hate crime um so it happened back in chicago of 2019 um and basically what had happened was he said that he was attacked by two masked men um who basically like poured some sort of like chemical on him they like punched him in the face and supposedly like wrapped like a like a rope or like a noose around his neck and he was saying that they were shouting like all these kind of like you know make america great again trump stuff so he like said like they did it because i was um black and gay pretty much Mm -hmm. is what he said um so he goes to a doctor apparently and the police say that the doctor described his condi- his condition as like good, like he wasn't like severely beaten. He wasn't like like this chemical that they poured, like it didn't cause burns or like anything like that. Like he was he was fine, pretty much, is what the doctors were saying. Um, so then um, in January thirtieth, like a couple of days later, um, there was like so much support for him that came out from like. Um, like the celebrity community, like all these celebrities came out to support him and they were like, yeah, like hate crime's bad, like blah, blah, blah. A lot of like actual like hate crime organizations that like um, help fund stuff like that came out and was like, this is wrong. Like this shouldn't happen. This is like why uh, like America's all like screwed up because of this, like blah, blah, blah. I can't believe this is happening in 2019. 
all that kind of stuff. So all these things was happening. And I think he even came out and did like a um, like an interview shortly after that talking about it. And he was like also to like saying, you know, this the I'm going to try and bring like awareness to this and like all that kind of stuff. So then um, later on, when they started like doing more investigations, he actually refused to like hand over his cell phone. Um, but they wanted to confirm like um because he said that he was on the phone with someone when the attack happened. So they wanted to like check his phone and like just get records like from it. And he didn't want to give up his phone. So his attorney was basically like saying um, to the public, like, well, he's a victim. You know, the police aren't going to push it. Like they, they basically weren't like in a hurry to get his phone, but he was also not like giving it over when they asked Mm -hmm. but they were basically like you know we don't we're not going to treat him like a criminal he's the victim here we're not going to like you know force him to do anything he doesn't want to do if he's not ready for it so it pretty much took them a while to get like some some kind of stuff um so in february is when he actually like officially comes out and does that interview um he officially starts saying um more about what had happened he like starts posting and things like on the internet blah 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 all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, the police were releasing um, video footage like from they got like certain cameras like around. They couldn't f- actually see the faces of the people, but they had gotten like a really good like kind of like body description of them. So they posted that on Twitter and like um, all the social media accounts and basically said like, you know, we need help like identifying these two people. And it, I mean, it, you can tell like it's not that great like of a picture but like they have like a little close up there, a little close up. But then they started going around to the other buildings to see if they could get like better angles. So that's when they started doing like all of that. Um, Later on in February, uh, this is where it kind of starts getting a little weird is um, Jesse attends like a concert. Like he was planned to go to this concert for a very long time. Um, And he basically comes out and he says like, you know, I'm not fully healed yet, but, um, you know, like, this is a chance for us to, like, come together, like, as people stop hate crime, blah, blah, blah. And then he says, like, um, he points, like, to the to the balcony and says, like, my lawyer doesn't want me to say this, but, you know, here we go. My lawyer is going to be like, oh, no, like, don't do this. He basically calls himself the gay Tupac. And people are like, what? Like, they don't understand, like, why he's calling himself the gay Tupac. And he says, above all, I fought back. I'm the gay Tupac. And they're like, what? What's like, it doesn't make that? sense. Yeah. So everyone at this point is like, I don't understand, like, what's going on, right? Um, so then in February 14, um, they actually identify two people and they bring them in for questioning. And so these two people that they brought in, they weren't charged yet, but they were just brought in. They're, they were two, um, two people from Nigeria that actually worked on the set of Empire. And they basically said that they were kind of like cool with Jesse, like they would go to the gym with him and like all that kind of. So he knew these people. And so when they brought it to the light, Jesse was like, oh, my God, I can't believe like it was people that I knew that did this attack like on me. And they're like, you know, my brothers, like pretty much is what he was saying. Mm -hmm. So he was trying to act like, oh, my God, these two people that I know is the ones that did it. Like, oh, my Jesus. So then he was saying when they first when. They first interviewed Jesse when they first interviewed him that he suggested the alleged attackers were white because they were do like saying the Trump stuff. Mm-hmm. He would he says, if I had said the attackers were Muslim 
or Mexican or some black people, I feel like doubters would have supported me a lot, a lot more. And everyone's like, what? Like, so it's, it starts getting really confusing. Like once all these things start coming out, like his story kind of starts like changing and like, he doesn't know like what to say. So when they asked him like why he didn't give up his phone, he says, well, I have private pictures on there. I have private emails, like private songs, like of my own from empire that haven't been released yet. Like, you know, I just didn't want to want to do that. And so he starts like crying and he's like talking like through tears. And he basically says that gay people need to start learning to fight these kinds of attacks. But the Chicago police at this point, they say that they don't have any evidence to support that these attacks were were staged. So they were kind of like, um, like his story is changing, but there's nothing really like that we have to make it. There's no proof. Exactly. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, so then in February 20th, they actually, um, they actually start officially trying to charge him because the Chicago police came out and said that, um, they had a development in the investigation and they had went ahead and released those two guys that they had brought in for questioning. And so when they released them, Jesse said that he was so upset and angered and devastated that, the two men said that he was the one that orchestrated the whole thing. So when they said that, they were like, okay, well, maybe this is an actual like attack. And then Justy came back and was like, no, like this wasn't like, I'm like angered that they even would say that, like, this is not true. That's when all this stuff started getting a little like crazy. So then that's when the um, Chicago police basically said like, okay, well now he's officially like a suspect in a criminal investigation because now it's their word against his His. and Mm -hmm. all this kind of stuff. And then there was actually someone um, earlier in the day, there was a reporter that actually like found footage appearing to show the two alleged attackers buying the actual materials that were used, like the ski masks and like the the rope and all that kind of stuff. And so they released the video to Twitter and um, someone in the reporter said that Jesse was the one that told them what to buy to use in the attack. And so they, I didn't watch the video, but they have like a little video that they posted of these two people going in and buying like the stuff. Mm. And it was literally like, I think either a couple of days before or even like a day before like the attack, like alleged attack happened. And then so after this started coming out, um, there <laughs> what I thought was funny was kind of like the celebrities started kind of shifting like their, some of them were still in support and they're like, no, he's like for sure. Some of them weren't. And the funniest one I could find was 50 Cent. <laughs> of <laughs> he course. Actually, <laughs> he actually posted an Instagram like how, um, how he said he was the gay Tupac. So he posted a picture of Jesse but his face is over Tupac's album cover for All Eyes on Me. And he put um, All Lies on Me, like as his caption. Oh, shit. 50 so, Cent is always doing stuff. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, okay. So, basically, this was, like, within a couple, like, a matter of weeks. So, it didn't take that long, like, for them to figure things out. But in February, in the late in February, he actually, uh, Jesse actually hands himself over to the police. And at a press conference, the superintendent of Chicago, that's when he came out and said that Jesse took advantage of the pain and anger of racism to promote his career. So basically that was the whole thing of what they were saying was that he like promoted himself like and did this so that he could like rise in the charts and like be be more famous, blah, blah, blah. 
So anyways, the way that they found this out was that he gave the two alleged attackers a check for $3,500 to stage the attack. And he actually, Jesse actually wrote himself a racist letter and sent it to the studio where the Empire, they shoot it. That way it could look like it was sent there and like all this kind of stuff. So basically that's how they found out. The The alleged attackers told them everything that had happened. They have like an actual check that's $3,500 like that he, that he gave them to do the attack. But he says that it was actually for like a gym like for them to help him with like what is it called like cardio no like when you're at the gym personal oh, like trainer. a trainer yeah there you go like a personal trainer that's what he said that um that he wrote the check for but that wasn't true like at all motherfucker yeah um so basically like they started going like to court and stuff like that and um judge john fitzgerald light like i think was the judge and he basically said that this case was the most the most vile part of the incident that he did was to use that that rope and that noose and all that kind of stuff but Jesse's lawyers were basically like sticking to the story of like you know he was actually like attacked and like blah 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 like they stuck to that for like a long long while um but they were basically calling it an uh, his lawyers were basically calling what the police were doing an organized law enforcement spectacle is what they called it. So around this time, uh, when they started going to court, that's when um, the Fox, I think it's Fox Studios or wherever Empire is at, they actually um, suspended him from the show. <laughs> and they said that he would no longer be in the, f- uh, he was only, I think like, because they had already filmed like half the show. So I think he was only like not in the last two or three episodes, I think. Um, and they said that they put out a statement and said that the actor won't be won't be performing in the series anymore. And that these allegations against him are very disturbing. But they didn't basically they didn't want to be like a part of it at all. Mm-hmm. So in March uh, 2019, that's when they they bring the brothers in like to start um questioning the brothers and they basically said that they have tremendous regret over their involvement in the situation they never should have done it they understand how um impact impactful this is for people across the nation particularly for minor communities and especially those who have actually been victims of hate crimes so they were like pleading like you know that they shouldn't have done this like um, i mean of course they are going to get something because they did go along with it but they were like you know he told us to do it he was like the mastermind of it he like wanted all of this so everyone was focusing on him um so then in march of 19 when they're in court he pleads not guilty but that didn't actually uh go his way <laughs> so he appears in court and he's charged with 16 counts of disorderly conduct and pleads not guilty to it um, of course yeah and then which is kind of weird because I saw an update on it and I think I can't I can't for sure say but I I think there was an update and said that he was actually sentenced to 150 days in jail and he was ordered to pay a $145,000 fine for lying to the police. But when I was going through like the timeline of everything, it says that in March 26th of 2019, 2019 
he was actually cleared of all charges. It says after an emergency court appearance, all charges against him were dropped. And his lawyer says he was a victim who was um, who was made to appear as a perpetrator. Um, but his record has been wiped clean. And that was in uh, March. But then I saw the update that said he was sentenced to 150 days in jail with the fine. So I can't I couldn't find like specifically which one it is, but I'm not sure. In March of 20. 2019 they said that the case was completely closed but like it like it doesn't say specifically oh okay here it is here it is i found it i found it okay so that case was completely closed but then they keep they kept opening it in april because he was actually sued by the city of chicago that's what it was he was sued by the city of chicago and he was actually also sued by the um alleged attackers like the Mm, the brothers yeah the brothers got a lawyer and then he was they actually started suing him as well um so yeah so that's that's what it was yeah um and then they after this like you know june comes like the end of 2019 and that's when more footage and stuff starts getting released by the chicago police to make it proof Mm. that it was all like a joke pretty much is what he did um, and then in 2021 is when he went back to back to court and he was found guilty. And that's when he was sentenced to the 150 days in jail and then um, the $145,000 fine. And he was also sentenced to 30 months of probation when he gets out of jail. So he lied and said he was attacked when he wasn't attacked. So he lied to make himself more famous and then it just backfired and now no one's going to hire him. Pretty much. Fucking he dumbass. He ruined You fucked career. up. He was doing yeah. so good in Empire. Yeah. He really he was. was. They said that he did it because he was dissatisfied with the salary on Empire. And he wanted more. They wouldn't give it to him. So he thought like, okay, well, let me get big and famous. And because of this, like, and they're going to have to pay me more. He used racism and he used the fact that he's gay. As to, leverage. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Because um, I remember, like, when all of it came out that he was lying, somebody was like, you know, I was wondering, because he's not the only, like, you know, African-American on that show. Like, everybody on the show is African-American. Like, yeah. why only point him out? <laughs> and then somebody else was like, he used not only racism, but he used the fact that he's gay as a counterpart yeah. to make himself a target. You know, a target. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh disgusting yeah. all y'all liars man <laughs> all you lying ass bitches all lying ass hoes mm-hmm. yo and it sucked too because i like that show like so much mm-hmm. i was like man i'm not gonna lie like after i like read this and, and you know how you're like your phone's on shuffle i have like some of the empire songs on there and it came on and i was like I mean, this is a jam, but no, I just read about you again. I don't like you. <laughs> okay, I'm changing it. Bye. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. So those were our lying hoes of the day. I came across one article of a guy who faked his own death because he didn't want to marry his girlfriend. <laughs> it what? Up. It literally just popped up on my Google. I opened up my phone because I was researching. Yeah. And so now I have all these articles popping up on my phone about seen, people who like fake their own death and fake this and fake it's that. It's cool just saying no. <laughs> I, had like, seen, I had seen one that this guy disappeared for like two days, uh, but he, he was just with his friends the whole time because his wife doesn't let him go out. So he oh, was just partying for two oh, days. Oh, shit. <laughs> 
What the fuck? Juanito, why are you doing this? <laughs> yeah, it says Tucker Blanford, man fakes own death to avoid marrying girlfriend. Connecticut man fakes death to avoid wedding. <laughs> Bro, like, why don't y'all just tell the poor girl that y'all don't want to get married? Man, fake death to avoid child support. Ah, I know That's someone <laughs> who can benefit from that. Oh my god, man, man fakes death to avoid paying mother <laughs> rent. God <laughs> damn it! Oh, I can't make this shit up. All your men are, and they're all men. They're liars. I'm because just kidding. Men cannot process their emotions. Wait, Dahlia wasn't a man. Oh, she yeah, looked like true. one though. Fucking Wait, but bitch. why did she want to kill him though? Like she just to take his money. Oh, to take his all money. his money. He had a lot of money. That bitch. He's super handsome too. Little daddy. Mm. Hi, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Hi, Michael. Ah, I got stuck to the table. <gasps> oh my god. It's raining. Oh my it's god! Supposed to storm until like. What is that? This this one says, "Mom who it's abused seven year old with fake illnesses sentences sixteen years in prison has faked her own illness to try to get out of court hearing." This bitch. <laughs> Send really? her ass to jail. You know what could have been? You know what could have been a good one? The gypsy one. <gasps> the gypsy story. I feel like. But that one wasn't really. She the mom. Was the lying. mom. The we can mom do. We can do um, an episode on that. Oh there's, yeah, I know that's so the much. biggest one, but there's others too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, oh, <laughs> I forgot we're recording. My <laughs> <laughs> bad. Okay, guys, we're gonna go ahead and end it. See you later. Bye. Bye. We're tired. Bye. <laughs> no, I'll hang up. How do you hang up? Just copy and paste. <laughs> Sorry, it's already like one in the morning, and we are old ladies. We're like, I'm it's done. Way past my bedtime. Today was just like not the day, and then I was like, it. I was like, you know, maybe we could record tomorrow, but I was like, but we're all here already. It was just not the day, and I'm not planning on waking up tomorrow, like at all, like plan my no, funeral. Sleep. <laughs> Sleep all day. No, I'm like I like at all. I don't want to wake up at all. You mean all. sad? I mean, you don't want to wake up in a few hours because it's already Monday. Yeah. Fuck. Tomorrow I go to work. Damn, we recorded technically two, two days. days in a row, daddy. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> okay, I'm we're getting... not lying ass bitches. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, if you have any stories you want us to cover or any topics or if you have any encounter stories, email us at scarynotscarypodcast at gmail.com. Visit our website, scarynotscarypodcast.com. Make sure you rate and review us on iTunes, Spotify, any of the major platforms, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Uh, Follow us on all of social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. Make sure you download Podbean. That's where we do our live shows. Yay! Shop our merch, scarynotscarypodcast.shop. Um, you can follow Tim on Twerk. On Twerk. <laughs> twerk. <laughs> on Twerk. Twerk. Yeah. You can follow Tim on Twitch. His link to his Twitch account will be in the description below. He will be um, editing our episodes um, during his stream time. I'm not sure when he's going to be streaming, so 
I'll tell him to like post on Instagram or something for you guys to follow because he doesn't really do Facebook. He's not a Facebook person. (laughs) He's more Instagram. So follow him on Instagram too. Um, But I'll make sure he announces like when he's going to stream. So if you guys want to join him while he edits our episodes, you could join him on Twitch. And I believe that's it, right? We have Mm -hmm. a Patreon, but let's not talk about that. Let's not talk about it. Um, I believe that's it. That's it. Don't be a lying ass bitch, okay? Don't do it. Don't do it. Mm -mm. Tell the truth. Because we'll meet you outside. You can't handle the truth. How about that? (laughs) Don't know that movie? Oh, real quick, real quick, before we go. This bitch. (laughs) This bitch. It broke out on news, like, right now. Really? She, she, Amber Heard fired her PR team. (laughs) (laughs) Because they're making her look bad. Yeah. She fired you her are PR bad. team. Like, so everybody's making... like, um, that's very unusual for somebody to fire their PR team when they're supposed to take the stand, especially in the middle of trial. So Okay. Do y'all hear the thunder? Do y'all hear the thunder? thunder. Okay, Voodoo's that's it. Like, what the heck? I know. <laughs> that's all I wanted to say. All right, guys. And until next time, remember to always stay scared.